And welcome back to another episode of the Irrational Fan Podcast, where we do our very best to deliver takes that no one should write down. (laughs) No one should go back to their friend group and be like, hey man, heard something really smart, but we want to entertain you. This is my co-host, Jesse. I'm Jensen. You know us. You know, at the first sometimes, time. sometimes people say things are thought-provoking. We're not necessarily interested in provoking thought as much as just provoke. We are interested in just provoking you to a reaction of some we, kind. It doesn't have to be a thought, though. We are protagonists. That is our role. And, while antagonist, you I believe, is the word you're looking for. I used... I. I actually merged the words provoke and antagonist, and I came up with pro- which means something protein. completely <laughs> different. Perfect. Oh, you, you thesaurus oh, of you, a man. You've antagonized me already. <laughs> well, like I said, my name is Jensen. This is Jesse. Um, if you are a first-time listener, welcome to the pod. Thanks for finding us. We will hope to provide some distraction for your day, your day, some entertainment, and maybe we'll give you some takes. If you are a repeat listener coming back, Spencer, I know you're out there. Appreciate your brother. Uh, Owen, welcome welcome back back. to the pod. Owen, welcome back. Um, We can actually properly say that this podcast (laughs) is sponsored by David and Brooke Creative Agency. Did I get it? Yes, sir, you did. They are quite literally the only people that have given us anything of value. So they are our de facto sponsor until somebody gives us money. Yep. So Actually, shout out Owen, to David and Brooke Creative Agency. Owen is Creators more of our of, logo. Owen is, Owen is more a part of this podcast. And not, like you said, provided things of value. I think actually David and Brooke have provided more value than I have, or than you have, in regards it's, to the podcast you know itself. You one could argue. One yeah. could could uh, one could argue. Uh, let's go past that though before people get um, discouraged, like you might be, um, by that thought. <laughs> don't don't leave yet. <laughs> uh, what do we get? What do we get going through here today, Jens? So we're gonna do a couple things. Um, like we all know, the NFL regular season has ended. And for our Bears, they have found themselves in a luxurious, lux- luxurious position with the number one overall pick. So we're going to touch on that for a little bit. Uh, and then we're also going to give a bit of a preview for the NFL playoffs. And we're going to end it with something that I don't know if we've done this before. I'm not even sure if I like it at this point. We're going to do a draft. Ugh, you know, so <laughs> just such a our, our NFL playoff preview is going to be. <laughs> A draft. That's what right. the preview is. Those aren't separate items. We are previewing the playoffs via draft. I was thinking Who doesn't about like a good draft. No, I mean, dear God, I, I live for it. I was thinking about the draft and I was like thinking about what teams I would take. And I was like, well, you know what? The NFL actually just kind of ranks all of them for you, <laughs> anyways, the, <laughs> based on seating. So it's not going to be that hard. We'll just, we'll just I, go through I, it. You and- know what? I don't see. Look at I've beaten you already. Because if you're just going off seeding, you're done for. Think about Jesse, last. Who, you, you know who the number one seed in the in the AFC was last year? It you was know? the Titans. It was, it was the, the Tennessee Titans. Titans. And was that would that have been your number one or two pick in the in the draft if we had done this last year? No, it would not. Please say yes, because then I know I'm just going to smoke you in this thing. Jesse, I you, always try to come across unassuming, so then you feel like you have some sort of advantage. But I'm a snake in the grass. I'm sneaking behind you and flanking you. So you're ready for this because I'm coming. 
Anyway, inbound. <laughs> so look, the NFL season is over as we talked about. And like, we'll stop burying the lead here for all of our listeners. How many of which hail from the Chicago area. Chi-town? The Chicago bears for the first time in 70 something years have the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. Lovey Smith, the entire town should buy you free whatever anytime you're in the city. Um, not because of the decade of coaching effort and excellence that you tried to bring us while you were here, but because you decided to just flip one to the Texans after they let you know prior to the game <laughs> on Sunday that they were letting you go. Let this be a lesson to all ownerships and front offices. If you are going to fire a coach, don't tell them before the last game. I know you're trying to do right by them and that's honorable and all, but like if they have the ability to still alter the outcome of your franchise, maybe just keep that information to yourself. So here's the context, right? Going into week 18, the bears were sitting at the number two overall draft spot. The Texans were in front of them. The Texans were, what would that have been? Two and two and 14. By right. almost any objective standard, the Texans were the worst team in the NFL this year. Totally, for sure. We actually played them, and the Bears won, so one of our wins came against them. The Bears were, at that point, 3-13, and 13, so 2-14, two, 3-13. Two and 13. And if the Texans lose, they just they seal up the number one overall pick, right? They were playing the Colts, another objectively bad team, and the Bears were playing the Vikings. So you could have you know, very easily chalked up the, the Bears to a loss, but... I think going into Sunday, all of us Chicago fans were looking at that Texans game and going, they're two and a half point underdogs, but I think they can win this game. Sure. Jesse, do you want to ex- rough? I mean, yeah. anybody could have won that game. So can you can you explain how the game ended? <laughs> this is the incredible part. So the Texans, it was actually a bit of a back and forth game for most of the time. And then fourth quarter, under a minute to play. The Texans are faced with two fourth and longs. I think their first one was a fourth and 12. And the second play, which was, was it the last play of the game or effectively yeah. the last play? I don't Effect- know it was fourth, and, fourth and 22. I don't know the exact time in the game, though. It was like fourth and 20, not much time left in the clock. And the Texans put up a Hail Mary to a receiver and the defender for the Colts just completely mistimes his jump. And this guy just is open in the middle of the end zone, catches a touchdown. But here's, here's where it gets crazy. Not that it didn't get crazy that the Texans converted to fourth and 10 plus. Cause it was 26 with, with no motivation. Like the team should be losing. Like ownership is probably sitting in the box going, what on earth is happening? They should be losing. They convert two fourth and longs. But here's this is this is where it gets insane. Scoring that touchdown puts them down one. So right. if they kick the field goal, they just send it they to were, overtime. They were they were down seven. It's a tie. You're down seven. Lovey Smith. God bless that Santa Claus of a man. Lovey Smith. <laughs> it really is a good beard. It's a great it's an beard. excellent beard. The yeah. coloring, the oh, shape. It's awesome. It's top yeah. shelf. Yep. He's like, nah. They already told me they're letting me go. I'm going out on a W. For sure. We're going for going two. For yeah. We are going for two. The Texans 
go for two. And can I tell? Can I tell the people, Jesse? Tell them. And they get it. <laughs> get the wasn't a thing of a reveal. They get the two I, point I conversion. People probably heard this by now. They get the two point conversion. Incredible stuff. Uh, and and take themselves from the number one position in the draft to the number two position in the draft. A huge variance in just value when you have that number one position. All bets are off. Like you have to, you just have so much more leverage. You have so much more control over how things go on how teams have to interact with you on the value of that. The number one. Now, let's get to the bear side of this. This is such a like bittersweet moment in Bears history for them to have the number one overall pick, where you have the entire like fan base for the last two years just talking that like trying to buy into Justin Fields as their franchise quarterback. He was a relatively high draft pick. You know, I, I, we traded up. We traded up to get him. We've got two years on the belt. We've seen some positive things. Everybody's coming out of this year. And we're like, you know what? I think Justin's the guy. I think we've got something here. And now we land this number one overall pick and everybody goes, yeah, we sure Justin's the guy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> dynamic okay. player. Bears Super electric. Had just carte blanche of any player left available or like available in a draft for seven time years. Out. Like time, time out. Okay. Okay. Call time out. You, you said a word that I didn't understand. So I can't even respond. They are carte blanche. Carte blanche. That means you, ha- you have any option of it is available to you. Carte blanche. Okay, sommelier. Where did you learn that? Over in Italy? <laughs> it's not a wine word. It's it's a. I think it's a a French term of Allah. It's that's that is. Just if you had in said the, the word, if you had said the word, Allah, Western Allah, world. I'm sorry. A la carte. I'm with you. I know what that means. Carte blanche. You lost me. All that to say, they have the number of overall pick. Carte blanche. And to your point, the Webster Dictionary defines as complete freedom. To act as one wishes or thinks best. Appropriate use of the word? I mean, you nailed it. I don't know where you get your free time to learn these words, but... Because I don't know what to tell you if you've not ever had someone (laughs) use the term carte blanche around you. We're putting out a poll. an indictment of a lot of things. Have you heard the word carte blanche? Can you define it? (sighs) Can you use carte blanche in a sentence? Uh, Also, it's carte blanche is a restaurant in Dallas, Texas. Jer? Go check Jeremiah. it out. It's got 4.7 stars on Google reviews. Um, you know, they I are available guess. for dine-in, takeout, and uh, and they don't offer delivery. Mm. Um, so, they, so, so, that, so they're inviting you to experience a restaurant. And I would imagine if you get there based on the name, you have full freedom to choose from the menu. <laughs> they really, they want you to tell them how this dinner is going to go. There actually you. is no menu and you just name out Whoa, pro, a protein. What? What a digression. Jens, I want you to ask your wife, do you know what carte blanche means? And then I just want you to next time describe to me in detail how disappointed she looks at you when you tell her you don't know what that means. Because I guarantee you, Jazz is fully capable of using carte blanche in a sentence. I... I'm not insulting the intelligence of my wife because I don't think it's that familiar of a word. She won't know that word. Yes, she, she will, will not. One, she will know how to use that in a sentence. Absolutely. I look. There's. I'm putting a hundred bucks that she knows how to use carte blanche in a sentence. Wow. Are you serious? Yes. One thousand percent. You want to put a hundred dollars against me right I'll now? I'll put a hundred dollars that Jazz that knows how to use. Can carte define the word sentence. and use it in a sentence. Yes. Okay. Deal. Deal. Done. Deal. I'll call you later. <laughs> Perfect. 
Jazz, don't let me down here. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure on my wife because if she does know, it's like, wow, very impressive. Or I'm just an idiot. If she doesn't, you it's know, now we're, all, now we're all idiots, you know? Perfect. Okay. Moving on past that hell of a digression. It's what um, they're here for. The Bears have this pick. Um, I honestly, at this point, I don't know what I want them to do with it. I, it's such a, like, uh, it's like the luck of the, of the bulls getting the fourth overall pick in the pack in the three player draft when they get Patrick Williams, when it's like it went, um, Wiseman, LaMelo, um, frick, who did, who's after LaMelo? Well, it went Edwards, um, Wiseman, Edwards, LaMelo. sorry, Edwards, um, Wiseman, LaMelo, and then Patrick, I'm pretty Patrick sure it was that draft. Oh and then yeah, Patrick Scotty, Williams was after. Scotty Barnes draft was. After Scotty Barnes draft was the year after, and it's just kind of like, oh, cool, Scotty Barnes. Like, but it's like, there is well, not oh, for, like. For the record, I would rather have Pat Will than Wiseman right now. Well, sure. At this point, he's certainly shown more, but you have no idea if that Wiseman is literally just not a good basketball player. He just can't actually function in the Warriors system. I don't like. It's a little bit of an unfair assessment, but that's a, that's a different conversation. All that to say, there is not, I don't think, a 101 de facto guy in this draft, particularly in the quarterback position. There's three top guys. Um, there is um, the obvious Bryce Young from Alabama. There mm-hmm. is, um, oh gosh. You're just quarterbacks? Yeah, just talk to quarterbacks for now. CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud from Ohio State. And is Vesley or um, well, it's Will Levis, but like he's, Levis, Levis. Uh, I'm, I've, he, had, he had, had a bad year, but he's a he's a high ten prize. I think I think it's actually, Stroud, Stroud and Young are the one two at yeah, quarterback, one two, and then and Will Anderson and um, Jalen Carter, Jalen Carter are the one two defensive prospects. But I get so stressed out on the fact that there's not just like a consensus guy, yeah, sitting there at one, and not just not sitting there at one, but not. Like, if the Bears were to say Fields is our guy, if you like, if there's the quarterback, that being said, if there was a the quarterback sitting there, I think the Bears have to trade for him. If there's an Andrew Luck in this draft, or the Bears we, have to go pick him. If we had the in the same draft, we actually went and got Fields. If like we had the 101, so let's just hypothetical Trevor Lawrence is there this year at the 101. Let's say like that's the case it would be a lot harder to stick with Justin based on how much Trevor Lawrence has been talked up going into the draft because he was the next Andrew Luck, but there isn't a Trevor Lawrence. Now, if Bryce Young was 6'2", I think he is. I think he is Trevor Lawrence. He's that guy. But unfortunately, he's 5'10", 190. Yeah, 5'10", 5'11", 190. And And that's like an unprecedented... NFL quarterback prospect size. That's like Drew Brees level. Yeah. Size. Kyle, Kyler Murray, those guys. We'll see, man. It's going to be interesting. I'm sure we'll do, when we get closer to the draft, we'll do, we'll make our predictions and our desires known. Um, yeah. But it's fun to have your team be like the pivot point of the draft because it's a huge event in the year. And the Bears talk is just going to be national. Everybody's going to be wondering what they do, what should they do. It, it's fun when your team gets brought to the center of like the uh, yeah, and the analytical world of what is the right move to do. Because yeah, it's just fun to see what people say think about your team. Because even like a big market like Chicago, I'm sure small market teams feel like they get left out even more than we do. You know, 
people just kind of have passing remarks about your team or here and there, but it's fun when you just hear the national landscape of people that you listen to talking about your team. You get a lot more perspective. So I'm looking forward to just hearing people break down what the bears could do, should do, might do. We're a part of things now. Um, With Jalen Carter and Will Anderson though, they like, they both are generational talent. And if we, let me ask you this question. If we just end up keeping Justin and then just keeping mm-hmm. the one one and drafting one of those two guys, will you be disappointed? Uh, not disappointed. I don't think because I, look, I'm, I'm not a traffic guru. I don't watch college sports. I've watched high highlight reels of these guys and listen to conversations. I, I guess I haven't gotten the impression that Will Anderson is even like the level of prospect of one of like the Bosa's. Sure. I think he's been very good and highly regarded, but I, like I guess I haven't gotten Garrett. the impression that he's like, he's this game wrecker. He's certainly an effective pass rusher, but I do. This is the kind of stuff that I wonders if you were to put Will Anderson, let's say in the draft with Joey Bosa, is he still the best defensive prospect? If you were to put him in with Clowney, who obviously has had a checkered NFL career, but that's not the point. He was a elite. Uh, he was on talent coming out of college. If you put him in that draft, is he? Is it even a conversation between him and Clowney? And that's what I don't know enough about the college landscape to know if that's true or not. And so for me, I have a hard time necessarily contextualizing best defender in their draft versus potential to be the best player at their position. And that's what I don't know. Does, does Will Anderson have the potential to be, you know, um, that a, those best or second best edge rusher. Can he be your, oh, frick, who's the guys in the bills now? He was the, he was the Denver edge rusher for years. Von Miller. Uh, Khalil does Mack. he have the potential to be a Von Miller to be, I mean, Khalil Mack at his peak. And that's what I don't know. And I think that's maybe a little early in the in the assessment to really have figured out. Because um, to me, if they don't have that, truly that potential, if they don't stand up on film to those level guys, then to me, it's not necessarily worth it. I'd rather trade back once or twice, try and get multiple seconds, maybe a couple extra, a first and a couple extra seconds. And I'll take my chances on like, the best O-lineman, the best talent, like the receiver talent, because I think you run the risk at that point of ending up with like your Leonard Floyds and your Roquan Smith. Obviously, Roquan Smith just became one of the highest paid linebackers, but we talked about this before. Roquan, to me, was never this really highly impactful player. He was an excellent part of a defense, but he wasn't a game changer. So all that to say, that was a long-winded answer to would you be happy? (laughs) Yeah. And maybe we should just save this for later. I guess I'd be fine with it, but I'm more nervous. I'm I'm probably fine with it because I do like Fields. I just I want to see more of them from him as a passer. Like here's the here's the thing: if we trade Fields, there's going to be five games a year where he we are just crushed that he's on another team. Totally, if he actually shows up. Not even that. Like he he is just such a elite athlete at his position. That they're going to be, no matter what happens, if he's not, like, if he for whatever reason isn't on the Bears, you are going to watch SportsCenter highlight reels of Justin Fields at least five times a year and you go, oh my gosh, he was on our team. But it's just still not so for sure to me 
that he is a top five quarterback or even a top 10 quarterback. No, that's not clear. Well, we'll talk about the more you get the draft. You took up the whole segment. So we'll, I'll give you my thoughts later on. Uh, dear God, you monologued and uh, we can move on I'm to just the, speaking from the heart here, man. I'm not I, trying to just, I'm I not, hear you. I hear you just got a host that I would love to join in the combo next time. <laughs> um, I think really quick, if we don't move it, I'll be really disappointed. I think we're not a defensive player away from actually making the jump and we get more assets. If we trade later in the draft and your point, we go guard or we go wide receiver. Those are also positions of need we can grab in the first round. So I'm good with moving back, passing on a Carter or a Will, who I do think are more generational, getting more assets, and then picking up who's there. Jeez, bro, be- let me get a word in like, edgewise. <laughs> I'm out of breath. I just say that so fast. <laughs> I, hey, well, I'm work that, on it. That piece, I'll work if, on if it. If they get Will Anderson or John Carter at four and keep Fields, I think I'm way more okay with it. Say that one more time. Carter at four. If, oh, okay. if they trade back and land yeah. one of those guys, I think that's a better play than just holding the holding serve and just taking Will Anderson. So the Colts are at four. So what you're saying, ideally, the Colts trade up to one. We get their pick and maybe their 24 pick, and then we grab a defensive player. Yeah, Will or Jalen, because Texans are getting quarterback, Colts are getting quarterback. I saw a rumor out there today that, and there's no way this would happen. The Raiders, I think, sit at seven or nine. I don't know if you're pulling up the draft order. It's it's one of those two. And there was a rumor that they were going to trade the number seven overall pick and Devonte Adams to the Bears for the first overall pick. Somebody brought that up on on one of the I think it was on Waddle and Sylvie. Some caller said like Devonte and a first for the number one overall. There's no shot. I mean, we have the cap spaces because that's another fact. You think here. that who who do you think says no? Bears or Raiders? I think the Raiders say no. You say Raiders say no? I I would be nervous as the Bears to do that. Devonte is 31. I think if you got Devonte in the building, and not that we're like. He might not be a part of like in regards to timeline and windows. He's not the right age for this. But I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily necessarily see him because his his skill and what he brings to the table is not dependent on his physical attributes. He's an incredible route runner and he has really good hands. Like he could play for another three years at a relatively high level. I just don't know if the number one overall pick is worth three years of a thirty plus wide receiver. The money's know. on the issue. We have the most cap space. I know space we have the, the cap NFL. space, but he's expensive. Like all cap space is at the expense of something else. So if you saw like that big cap hit from Devante, yeah, we can afford it, but it means you can't get something like you are giving up something else inherently by filling that space with someone like Devante. I do want someone who's a little more like the idea of a rookie wide receiver is like sometimes it works out great. But Fields being in his third year, I would love to give him a weapon that's more ready now other than <laughs> Claypool. That's now the 32nd overall pick. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. God. It's tough. Oh, this it's vomit. Tough. T- vomit. Claypool could still be valuable he, next year. I still don't think he. this is a lost trade for the Bears already. Absolutely lost trade. It's really tough. It's really tough. I don't even. And I can't, why I can't you even trade second rounders for un like 
underperforming second round picks. I can't even try to defend it right now because you can only grade it off of what's happened. And the bears have the 32nd overall pick the two Oh one and Claypool was injured for five games. He's going into a contract year next year. And our quarterback doesn't necessarily throw the ball very well. So I don't even know if you could adequately grade Claypool based on him, not getting the chances. It does not look good. And the hope of it turning really out to the hope would be that, like I, I can confidently say we lost the trade, but the hope would be that we just kind of get a little bit closer to like it being even, which seems not likely. I, yeah, I just have more negative things to say. It bummed me out when we did it. It felt like we got got when we did that trade, and now at the end of the season, the the Steelers have just to be are just like grinning like little kids who stole cookies. Like totally absolute. Just again, the bears got got, which was my fear when we did it. He's still a good player. Potentially like it's it's not done. Nothing. It's done. Nothing. No, it's not. He hasn't done anything. He had like back to back, like what was it? Seven, 800, 900 yard seasons, which I know you can be like scoff at, but it's not nothing. He's a big body. He's done nothing for us. He did not prove to be a player. No, he didn't that do anything. For windows us. for the Bears. He did not. And like, I'm sure it's tough to like develop rapport with a quarterback that quickly and learn an offense that quickly. But in theory, he is a take the top off the defense game breaker player. And I just it, dim. I just it never looks saw really it. bad right now, and it seems that Ryan Poles misevaluated very poorly, which. Could make you nervous, or he could certainly say does. He hasn't drafted yet, so we'll see what he does there. Is Getting got by on a draft yet? No, this is his first off season. Because did he run Wait, last what? year's he draft? Didn't, he didn't do last year's draft. Yes, he did. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and last year's draft was awesome. We got we got Brisker. Kyler Gordon was fine. He's a, he's a contributed player. Braxton For Jones. For audio was, listeners, I'm giving a very skeptical Braxton, glance at Jones. Braxton Jones, who is a left tackle. He, Valus you know, he made, Jones. I hold on. I'm talking about different Jones. He had three NFL all rookies. That's what I'll say. Three. He had three players start for a below average defense as rookies. That's what he did. You can still evaluate tape on a and bad Gordon team. got Laramie Tunsil on the, every tux, on the Texans. Play. Laramie Tunsil on the Texans was the tenth best left tackle this year. Graded on PFF, not even subjective. So what's your point? That bad teams can still have good players, and I think we have good rookies. I'm not. I'm. I'm defending polls in his draft <laughs> what history. What does Laramie Tunsil have to do with this? Well, you were saying the that underperforming were, no, 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 left tackle who got traded from Miami after. Well, I'll tell you, you what Lamar Tunsil didn't live up to his draft you, pick for the first you, four years. You just said that they were good players on middle league defense, which lowers their value because it was a bad team. But I'm saying Laramie Tunsil on a even worse team, not by record. Well, actually, same record. Dude, the PFF mock draft has Stroud going seven to the Raiders. There's no way Stroud lasts till seven. No, he's not going past like the Colts or there's another. The team Cardinals there. are not drafting. I don't know. Maybe the Cardinals are. No. The Seahawks are not passing on Stroud. That's for sure. I mean, they made the playoffs with Geno. And this, I guess that was a trade. Oh, no, they're getting that pick via the Broncos. Mm -hmm. 
That's crazy. Yep, still bad. Rush trade, still bad. Hasn't anyway. gotten better. Okay, we have talked way longer about the Bears than we were intending to. That kind of tends to happen. We? It's what? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, so please. moving on. Moving I do on. one three-minute soliloquy <laughs> on answering a question you asked me, and now I'm I'm hogging all the airtime. All right, I'm here. I'm getting my mic. You've got all right. I'm oh. giving you three minutes. No, three I minutes don't want of isolated. Three. You're gonna introduce our segment. Two, one, go. So we're gonna card blanche go through all the NFL playoff teams. <laughs> And we're gonna give you, um, so in all in all seriousness and reality, as Jesse throws back some vino. What we're gonna do, similar to other drafts that we have done, we're gonna go back and forth with the remaining teams that are in the playoffs, and similar to the World Cup, if the teams that we draft advance, we get a point. And Jesse, we need to make a decision on this right now. If they win the Super Bowl. How many points does the winning team get? Three? He's shrugging to prove a point and being very dramatic right now. So we'll say that they get 10 points. Yep, don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt me. The winning team gets 10 extra points. And the and the losing team has to go find a body of water and jump in. And then head back out. I still have two more minutes of airtime to talk however I would like. So we'll take a pause in our action to bring our next sponsor, Two Blokes Golf. They are new to the golf scene. They have their own content on YouTube. Look them up. If you've seen any sort of golf bloggers, self-made content, it's the same idea. Bob does golf. Uh, there's some other guys in the scene. What are they called? They are shoot. What are their names? But anyways, go check it out on YouTube. Two blokes golf. Thanks for listening to the pod. Let's get back in the action. And now we're back. That was that was a good pause. Um. So because Jesse's not speaking because he's a child, I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, open up the coin flipping site that we used last time. And Jesse, I'm going to give you the option to call said uh, coin flip and uh, head your tails to decide who has the first pick. Ladies and gentlemen, just so you know what's going on, Jesse's doing sign language in our video screen because he is attempting to prove a point that I, I don't fully know the point. He didn't he didn't he didn't he didn't like that I called him out mid pod. This this is what you call a real relationship. You try to go through and discover the the different areas where there's gaps and flaws. And when you talk it out in real time, you know, people react certain ways. Jesse's reacting poorly. Now he's just watching a different sport altogether. <laughs> You're very distracted right now. Jesse, could I get you back on the pod? Gents, thanks uh, for asking. Yeah, um, I definitely have some thoughts on that. Um, just keeping an eye on the on the Bulls game here on the side. They uh, they blew a double digit first half lead. They're down five to the Wizards. Taj Gibson's uh, really landing on them. Um, yeah, really excited for this NFL draft. Thanks for asking. Um, 
we have got some uh, some teams that we're going to be going back and forth on. And um, who's going to who's going to call uh, call the coin here on this first one? So when you said you were excited for the NFL draft, you meant the playoffs, right? You're excited for the NFL playoffs. Our NFL playoff draft. Yeah. Oh, the NFL playoff draft. Yes, yes, yes. What was the coin simulator site? What was it called? Uh, flipacoin.com. Okay. I have it up. Oh, uh, sorry. Flipsimu.com. I got it. All right. Uh, I believe you called last time. And I, I called it correctly, if the listeners would remember. Uh, I will be calling heads. Um, okay. I've, so uh, I've decided that I'm calling it this time. Great. I'm going to flip it because you called it. I have it up. Okay. Great. Here we go. Three, two, one, flip. It is heads. Love to see it. Well, well done by you. All right. I'm All right. Pull up the little bracket um, here myself. Well, as you stated uh, in the the intro, there beautiful intro, by the way. I gotta say, you really commanded the room well. Oh, totally. Um, presented you, the content for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't really it. need your I didn't need your help at all. So I appreciate you just kind of letting me do no, thing. No, I I'm starting to wonder why I'm why I'm even here. Mm-hmm. I will. I will be going with my number one draft pick, getting me my 10 points of the Super Bowl bonus, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> nice. I can't argue with it. The boys know how to play. They show up week over week. It's like it's a Patrick Mahomes belt uh, bet. They, yeah. they don't have the best defense. They don't have across the board the most elite skill position players, but they have the best quarterback. And they've got a good coach and they've done it before. And I think head to head against anybody in the AFC, I'm probably picking them to win that matchup. And so I, so to me, they're my AFC Super Bowl pick. And then I think head to head against anybody in the NFC, I think there's some good defenses there that can give them challenges, but I think offensively they are a league above anybody the NFC has to offer. So I am picking the Kansas City Chiefs 101. I like it. Great pick. Uh, I'm going to stay in the same conference here. And I'm going to go... Not not a huge shock. I'm going to pick the team that is going to give the Chiefs the run for their money and what you presume to be the AFC championship. I'm already writing your name next to him. I know who you're picking. I will go with the Bills. Oh, I put your name next to the wrong team? Yeah, I will go with the Bills. Interesting. He's already made a huge mistake. (laughs) You, You have fun. Um, quick pause. My wife just handed me a can to open because she couldn't. Look at that. He just there you without, go, Hey, you know what? We're doing on the air. Yeah, on air. No, actually, Jess, can you come back. here? Jess, can off you the come back. Here? Right here. Can you come here? Come no, around. We need, we need her in front no, of the I, We actually around. need you for a second. We so need let me, you. Let, let me Jazz, change so she can Jazz, I got a lot riding on this. Hold on. Let me, let me change. What are you changing to? Well, I can't change the call, call settings. So here's where my AirPods. No, no. <clears throat> Say oh, hello to the go. people. Come on in. Hello. You gotta speak hey, to Jasmine. Mike. How's it going? Hey, Jasmine, could you, in a sentence, or could you just by definition, tell me what carte blanche means? What what means? Carte blanche. Carte blanche. 
I have no, I've never heard that <laughs> phrase. <laughs> I knew it, dude. Come on. What is you that? Know, you never heard of carte blanche? No. Oh. I wish I wish so bad that for my debut moment, I could have just really hit that Jasmine, out of the park. No, 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 no. You, you just, just won Jensen $100. $100. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go, babe. <laughs> I had so much faith in you. Oh, I'm sorry. Honestly. I'd never heard of it either. So he said it earlier in the podcast. And I was like, Jesse, I have no idea what that means. And if you goes, have like your choice of it, you have carte blanche. Nope. Never. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> What the Seattle school system has just failed, you guys. <laughs> you were literally I can't afford this. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And but also, and I was a part of the same schooling system as you, Jesse. So I don't know when you learned that that word, but it didn't come I, okay, up when I'm mom started need to teaching. Get some feedback from the people. Cart plunge. That's not this like. Oh my! Unbelievable. I'm gonna ask my wife when she gets home. I won't bet on that. I, she probably knows what it means, but it's because you've said it. No, it's it's not like it's in my daily like vocabulary, but it's it's just a saying. Carte blanche. It's not. It's not. It's okay. Oh it's okay. My gosh. It's okay. Hey, you can pay me in installments over time. But a hundred dollars coming out of your pocket, buckaroo. Shit. <laughs> All right. Can we can we please get back to this draft? All right. Gosh, it doesn't matter anymore. You took the Chiefs. I took the Bills. You took the Bills. Who is the third pick for you? <sighs> Talk about rattled, huh? I'm very rattled right now. <laughs> Jasmine really just had so much faith in her. <sighs> I thought she was literary, well-read. She is. She's both of those things. It's just that word and as common as you literary. think. That's not a word. Literate, well-read. She loves the literary things. A, an appreciator of the literary arts. That's what I was going for. Jazz, how would you say... Here, I'll bring her back in. Jazz, how would you say... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I think there's two picks here. I feel like I got to play the math here. Okay. And go to the NFC because although our point system basically means nothing matters except the winner because you've decided to put ten bonus points on. We're not actually doing ten bonus points. Okay, how are we? What are we gonna do? Oh, we sorry, do I, same, I, I was just do... letting you run the show, and and then you put I, you said ten. I appreciate the autonomy, Jazz. Can you define? I appreciate the autonomy. I don't think it should be ten. We'll just keep it the same. We want to keep it at three again. We can go down to two because we realized three <laughs> might have been too much. Because I had the significantly bet more successful draft and still lost. Yeah, there should be some right. bonus for picking a the winner. Two we'll point two. bonus. There's also the a lot. There's a lot less. Well, I guess actually, there's the same amount of teams. Uh, there's fourteen, not sixteen. So we'll go two points. <clears throat> two points. It is. Uh, I think I will go with the Bengals. That's a good one. I was really thinking you were going to go to the NFC there. I was too. And then I didn't. Okay. So based off of our points, similarly, uh, it doesn't necessarily make sense to like your first pick was someone with a buy. 
I'm I'm going to go the Niners, who I actually think might just be the number one seed. Yeah, it's possible. And the NFC. That's that was my other. Yeah, that was my other picks. So you're going yep. Niners. Yep. Oh yeah, how are we handling bye weeks for points? They get an auto point for that week. I think they just get a point. No, I think it's with taken within the strategy of you picking Whoa, that team no, who's not no, going to no, play. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. You pick the what team that's going to no, buy. They're immediately, that's like half the points available. Would you want right, to we'll redo the draft? We'll talk about this later. Do you want to we'll redo the draft? We'll talk about this later. You're, you're, no, if you pick the Chiefs, they have advanced. So that means that they won't lose, right? So that means you have secured safety to the next round. They get zero points for a whole round. So then you hold on. Here, let, let, let me just, let's just make this argument. So what you're saying over the, the course of the playoffs... If the Bills win the Super Bowl, they could get five points. And if the Chief wins the Super Bowl, they're only getting four points. That doesn't make any sense. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and that makes no sense. They secured the bye. Good job by them. So cause because let's say the Bill because the Bills could lose. That's the thing. No, that's it. That's the just Bills could guarantee. lose, right? They're on my first round pick. They could lose in the first round. You are yeah, securing the Chiefs can win in the second pick. round, and that's just as good. There's no, there's no point there. This is nobody wants to hear about this. The fact that we didn't understand our point system. If you, if a buy team gets an auto point, that's what we're doing. No, because if we had done that originally, I would have secured a point with the Eagles. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a redo pick. Do you want the Eagles? No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> great. I don't. I'm taking the Eagles. I think that's so stupid. Right. Half point? You don't just get no so point. You, so you get a cumulative whole point for taking them. I, it's a good draft strategy by me. <laughs> this doesn't matter. We're moving on. It's okay. just the points are not the point of this. I'm taking the Eagles. Okay. You're taking the Eagles. Um. Give me the give me the Chargers. Ooh, interesting. It's like there's a lot of faith in the AFC here. My thought that is that you have the Chiefs, so I believe that they will win this weekend, and then I can go head to head with your first overall pick and hope for an upset. That's my thought. But I already have a point and a half secured, so you'll have eight a point and a half. How do you get a point and a half? I don't know. The scoring system seems really just ambiguous. The point, so I feel like I just kind of the point system is very straightforward. Really, really isn't. Who's your Who's your fourth round pick? I think okay. we're four, right? Recap it up to this um, point. So right now we got Chiefs. For me, I've gone Chiefs, Bengals, Eagles. You have gone Bills, Niners, Chargers. Okay, we're looking at. Uh, for my fourth pick, I, <clears throat> I will take the, oh gosh, Cowboys. Give me the Buccaneers. Yeah, fair. The Bucks have just looked so bad all year. Like losing to bad teams, barely beating bad teams. I just I don't understand the Bucks. They're they are definitely an interesting one in regards to how good their team should be and how good their team actually is. But the last two weeks, 
they played relatively well. So, actually, did they lose in week 18? Uh, maybe. Yeah, they lost to the Falcons in week 18. Wow. <laughs> hey. Want that pick. Yep. <laughs> Confidence, Dwight. Look, I mean, the Cowboys have also rather fallen off flat on their face to the end of the season. I think they also lost this to the is, team. Like, I have zero faith in McCarthy. I think Dak's a complete wild card. But their talent on the offense and, frankly, on the defense is such that they should be one of the better teams. And I'm just hoping the talent can outplay the bad coaching, I guess. Dude, they lost 26 to 6 against the Commanders. The Cowboys did. On week yeah, that's 18. not great. No, it's not confidence. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. You, I took you took the boys as the Bucks. It is now your, I believe, sixth pick. It is my let's see. I've got one, two, three, four. This is my fifth pick. Fifth, fifth pick, pick here. Okay. So we'll each have seven. So we each have uh two more. Picks left? Or three, two more, three more, three picks left, three, three picks left. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with <clears throat> uh, this one's tricky just because I think all the other teams are better than I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, it seems like the obvious pick there. Um, I think the rest of the I think the rest of the AFC teams just don't really have much of a chance against who they're playing. And I have a lot less faith in the bottom half of the NFC. Okay. Give me Give me the Jags. I I was looking at them. A good defense. Probably the best quarterback left available, I think, is probably fair yeah, to say. Yeah, because Lamar is not playing. Two is not playing. We don't now. know what Lamar is doing. Two is out. Daniel Ooh, Jones, just... Geno Smith yep. were your other options. So I think Lawrence is probably the best quarterback on the board at that point. So I yep. get that. Um, to that end, I am going to go with – Oh, what are the matchups here? I need to see the matchups. No chance there. We've took all the favorites, and I think we've also taken like, the two games you're splitting are Buccaneers, Cowboys, anyone could win, Jags, Chargers, anyone could win. But between Bengals, Ravens, you're picking Bengals. Between Bills, Dolphins, you're picking the Bills. Between Niners, Seahawks, you're picking the Niners. And then between Vikings, Giants, I guess that's another one that's up in the air, but I would still, Vikings are definitely the favorites. So we've taken all the favorites. There's all underdogs left. Sure. So you're just kind of hoping for somebody to have an upset here. Um, I think of the teams left here, the team that has the best chance to just win a game, I'm going with the Giants. Yep. Man, the coin flip really decided a lot here. And by a lot, so I mean complaining about the order of picks. You know, it's, at some order. point, you just got to take control of your own destiny, there, Jens. I've made I've made picks in every draft. They've just been incorrect. Well, actually, I won the World Cup. Did we tie? It was a tie. But you said I won in the pod because winner because you won you selected the winning team, which I felt like was a fair tiebreaker. 
Totally. I feel points, like the first, if they get a buy, it's five points. I feel like that's fair too. <laughs> I I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Automatic 10 to start things off. I, look, I didn't make the rules. You did. <sighs> oh, I'm going to lose this thing. All right. So I will go with. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, that was, that's the, that's the only pick that makes sense. Um, which I'm actually not too upset about because that means you get stuck with the Dolphins as I will be taking the Seahawks. Which I'm not mad at because while they're not going to win, I have the Bills. So like in that bracket, I would potentially just have the winner either way. But dear God, I hope the Bills win because they were my 101. All right, so now drafts in the book. Books recap, uh, I selected the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Eagles, the Vikings, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Seahawks. Okay. You have the Bills, the Jags, the Chargers, the Ravens, the Dolphins, Niners, and Bucks. So I have five NFC teams and two AFC teams, and you've got two NFC, five AFC. Which here's what's funny. It's interesting. It's the AFC, I think, is pretty unquestionably the stronger conference. So you would think that you have the better chance here with more AFC teams, but I think the opportunity for chaos lies in the NFC because there's no clear winners. So like I have more chance for upsets in my NFC picks. I think in the NFC you can like it feels very chalk, like it's Eagles and Niners in the NFC Championship, whereas in the AFC it feels more wide open because it's stronger. Sure. Yeah, so I see what you're saying. I, it, it can work both ways. It can work both ways. I get yeah, for sure. So that being said, Jens, who is your actual? What is your Super Bowl game pick? What do you Ooh. What do you call? I just didn't see this coming. You know, I just didn't think you're gonna. Just kidding make sense that you would ask this question so hmm i'm trying to pick if i if i just like make the pick for super bowl if i try to feed into my bracket a little bit you know uh but i think it's gonna be niners out of the nfc and then i'm gonna go chiefs niners chiefs niners chiefs uh since i picked the chiefs i think i it's only you know, reasonable that I select them to be the AST representation. And I think, but I'm going to go Chiefs Eagles. I think Chiefs Eagles is my Super Bowl See, you, you, you did the two picks that you were biased towards. I picked the Chiefs. I don't have them. Like objectively I, I draft aside. But you would have those picked them if you had the 101. The question was, we were always trying to be objective, which I if thought. If you was had like, the 101, I, which I thought you, you were asking you me that. The Chiefs? I would have picked the Chiefs. Exactly. So, you, so that. I know, it's, but that doesn't matter. If I had, if I didn't have the first pick, I would have taken the Bills or Eagles, and I would have probably picked the Chiefs in, or the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So it has nothing to do with the fact that I think I just think your Eagles pick my is. Team. I don't. I don't actually think you think the Eagles are better than the Niners. I don't think you think that. That's probably a little bit of contrarian. But here's here's one of the things. Niners rookie quarterback. That's always a playoff red flag. Rookie sure. quarterback. Totally, is a hard bet to make. I have. I actually think that as a complete unit, if if Jalen Hurts is healthy, and there's a lot of smoke that he's potentially not all that healthy, I think 
Eagles have a more complete unit top to bottom to roll out with a quarterback that's got more experience. I think the rookie QB element of the Niners is a huge wild card. I'm trying to look up if he's lost this season. I don't think he, he has. He's set he, all sorts of records. He he's five and five and zero oh or six and zero. Oh. He's it's set just, all sorts of records. He's played great, but the look the playoffs are different. He's not just the rookie quarterback, dude. He's he's not just on like he was the last. He is a rookie quarterback who was the last pick in the draft. But you're trusting this would be that's who you're trusting to say that this would be unprecedented for him to make the Super Bowl is like the understatement of the century. Like nothing like that's ever happened. You know how you said in one of our previous pods that you were trusting the infrastructure of the Kings and that's why they would be bad. In mm-hmm. this case, I'm trusting the infrastructure of Kyle Shanahan, and that's why the Niners will go to the Super Bowl. Ah, yes, the the coach who gave up the largest lead in Super Bowl history. Gotta love that infrastructure. He w- he wasn't the coach of the Falcons. He was the offensive coordinator. It was Is Dan he just Quinn. the coordinator. It was Dan Quinn? Was, was the yeah, coach. he was basically the coach. Oh my gosh! So that is our pod. <laughs> <laughs> you got your Bears talk. You have. Your brother dynamics. You got your NFL playoff draft. What a complete podcast or a roller coaster of emotion. Uh, thank you so much for it listening. Took you through it all. It we are excited everything. about these. These playoffs are going to be a ton of fun. Like I, I told you before, the NFL is my favorite sport. I'm obviously jacked up. I think the opening weekend of the playoffs might be one of the greatest weekends in sports. You just get playoff football all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and then a Monday game. That's that's a great time. And if I could talk for another, hold on. If I could talk for the two minutes, I would. You oh, know, please do. I'll, I'll meet myself again. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, don't do that. I want you involved. Um, any final parting thoughts, Jess? Uh, I think this will be. <laughs> I think this will be good. I'm really intrigued. <laughs> Whoa! To watch it. Um. I was listening to a different pod this afternoon when, and basically the highest rated, like by their def, like stand, like by their rankings, the highest rated quarterback in the NFC playoffs is Dak Prescott. And it's just really, like, yeah. Like he's the best, like the quarterbacks in the NFC are just all over the shop. It's pretty wild. Like for all this of season? the elite quarterback down, like if you were to just draft quarterbacks in the playoffs, I think you go six deep in the AFC before you draft an NFC quarterback. I think you go Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, and Josh Allen. Or sorry, um, Herbert. Gosh, um, Herbert. Uh, Justin Herbert, before you even touch a quarterback in the NFC. And that's wild. Like, I think the quarterback disparity conference to conference is really crazy. And if two is healthy, you might even go seven for seven AFC before you were to take Brady this year. Who's been really inconsistent Dak this year. Who's been all over the place. Um, Daniel Jones, Kirk cousin, who's has troubles in big games, Geno Smith, the rookie Purdy and Jalen hurts. Who's not really had like playoff. Like it's wild how like you just kind of have team dynamics and good defenses in the NFC. And then it's just pure quarterback talent in the AFC. And it's just like the differentiation is wild. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really interesting totally. to see how that playoffs plays out against each other. And then in the Super Bowl, um, 
it's really just going to be a testament of team versus quarterback in some senses, depending on who makes it. The only, you know, the only first round quarterback in the NFC is drafted. First round, like in the NFL draft. Yeah. Who, who um, is the only first round quarterback in the NFC? Geno Smith? No. Daniel Jones. Oh, Geno Daniel Smith. Jones at six overall. Geno was second round? Second or third. Yeah. He fell, I yeah. think, to maybe to the second. And Hertz was second round. Whereas if you go to the AFC, Jags, first round. Chargers, first round. Chiefs, first round. Bengals, first round. Not even first round, like top 10, like all of L- them. Lamar, first round at the end of the, the first. The only one Bills that's not first. a top 10 pick over there is, is Lamar because he was, what, 31? Yep. Yeah, and I think Allen, he may have fallen out of the top 10. Maybe? Oh, no, he might have been a teens. Let's see. Like a Josh 12, Allen draft pick. 12 or 16. 12 or you might maybe, be right there. Maybe he was like sneaking in the top 10, but I want to say he was around 12. Nope, 7th. 7th. Yeah, that's safe. Yeah. yeah. The only, the only one there is is Lamar at the end of it. Uh, actually, same, Mahomes. Same draft as Lamar Jackson. Lamar was uh, 32. But yeah, Mahomes was 10. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I this is this is just like a quick like return. But when we were when everyone when like all like the Bears draft pick talk was talking about and talking about fields, like someone just offhand and be like, "Yeah, you still want a repeat of you know when the Bears traded up for Mitch over Mahomes?" And I was just like, "Ah, just like it's, a stab into the heart." It's like you legitimate it's like, there's PTSD. like some trauma response where you just yeah you you kind of just have forced yourself to forget that the Bears had every right to have Patrick Mahomes on their team. And you just kind of like you moved on. And then as soon as somebody just like puts it in front of your face again, it's just this devastation. That's hard to explain. The only solace I have is that we would have ruined him. So I'm glad he's, I don't, else. I just don't, I think he's, I don't actually I think, think so, but become so good that I don't even think the bears could have screwed him up. I can't, I think the anymore. only solace you can have in it is going back and looking is that there was no consensus. The bears did not necessarily go outside of, this huge momentum towards one of these quarterbacks, there was not a definite one. And I don't like, I, it doesn't make me feel better. It sucks. I don't want to talk about it (laughs) on that (laughs) incredible note. Thank you so much for listening. This was the irrational fan podcast. We uh, appreciate all the support. Thanks for giving us a little bit of your time means the world. And we will talk to you after the first round of these NFL playoffs. Go Bears.